Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The balance sheets just do not balance. And since all of this debt that we're talking about, what has happened? To worldwide dollar denominated debt in seven years, we went from forty-five trillion to ninety-seven trillion dollars in dollar denominated debt. If we don't have the money to pay, that's the very same crisis that we saw from twenty-nine to thirty-three. And the Fed had uh-huh. its hands tied because of the gold standard. Then they don't have their hands tied today. So if their ability to double and even triple the money supply is any indication of where they intend to be, uh, I-, I just say that. Having a little bit of gold will, might make some sense over the next ten years. Uh, Jim, let me let me give you a real life example of, of this, uh, this stupidity. Okay. <laughs> I was I went on what they call a Nosh tour in New York City, uh, and the Nosh tour is where you sampled things at different restaurants. Okay. Yes. This tour this tour took place on a Saturday in Queens, New York, and we went out to Queens, New York on the New York. Metropolitan Transit Authority subway. And we got off at this particular station. I counted, I counted 37 people standing around in hard hats and colored vests watching two guys digging in a hole. 37 people watching two guys digging in a hole. We, we have no controls. We have no constraints. The reason why the money in, in the banks, the, I, in, in 43 years, I have never seen a savings rate as high as it is in the United States when you get nothing for your money. People are saving their money. They're afraid. They're concerned. They have no idea what's going on. They have no confidence in the government. So they're hoarding cash. They're not spending. Look at all the big box stores that are closing. And they're going to Internet shopping because that's where they get they, they think to get the best value. And so the American consumer is shifting its buying patterns and savings patterns to historical proportions. I mean, I've, in, in, in 43 years, I've never seen a north of 5% savings rate when you virtually get nothing at the bank. Nothing. Yeah, again, that's why I think uh, gold and silver hold some positive benefits. Sorry to do that again, but you know when you can't, when you get a negative rate of return, you put ten thousand in the bank in January, you get ninety nine fifty back at the end of the year. Why not hold a tangible asset at that point? And and that's what I think the behavior of the typical investor it will be. And I, I hope you're correct about this populist surge because it would most certainly restore my faith in humanity. Uh, we've tried this experiment, this free trade experiment, this central bank experiment for the better part of a hundred years with dismal results. I think it's time to go back to the Constitution. No state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender and payment of debt. So if you're going to short me dollars 
at least I know what they are. We have all of our wealth electronically denominated in dollars. We don't even know what they are. And unless and right. until we can get a straight answer, uh, do the Fed's books need to be audited? You bet they do. Does the entire Absolutely. Federal Reserve apparatus need to be picked up and moved into the Treasury? That's my opinion. I, that's what I think should happen. Right. Uh, Jim, um, uh, an, another point following up here. We're, we're in a situation, uh, and this, this may be where Don could jump in. I saw a report, which just it's just mind-blowing to me. Over the last 40 years, last 40 years, 68,000 businesses have closed in the United States. And over 4.8 million people's jobs were moved overseas. 68,000 businesses. And they were good, relatively good paying jobs because the, the, economy, the economic situation was such that it was more productive for them to move the jobs overseas. Now, Don may have some more numbers about formation of new small businesses, but, you know, the, the debt, when, when, when Trump is saying we lost, the, we lost the manufacturing jobs, we've lost millions of manufacturing jobs and, and tens of thousands of manufacturing businesses who either went out of business because they couldn't compete or they went overseas to get their jobs, uh, their companies built. Don, anything to add there? Oh, I have a lot of figures to, to add to it. Thank, thanks. I've, I've just been enjoying listening to the two of you guys go at it. Um, uh, but, but it is true. Last year, there were less jobs, uh, less companies formulated uh, than at any time in the last uh, 15 years. New, new companies formulated. That's one fact. Two, the, um, we're talking about uh, jobs being uh, generated, uh, and, and small businesses are said to, to be the ones to really generate the jobs. But last year, we had the lowest number of new jobs formulated by small business than any time in the, the last five years. Um, uh, you're right about the fact that businesses went out of uh, out of business. Um, you're at, those figures are absolutely correct. Uh, and the plain and simple fact is the average um, uh, uh, income of American families declined last year and, in fact, is lower than it was uh, 10 years ago. Isn't that a shame? Isn't that a shame that uh, all of this is happening? Where has the middle class gone? They, uh, well, most of them have gone overseas. Uh, if if you look at the, uh, the various uh, uh, luxury items, etc., where are they all being sold today? In China. I'll go back to you, Dan, and to, to, to our guests, who are doing a great job. So what other questions you got, Jim? Anything else? Hey, what about Hillary? Well, that, that that was that was that was my next that was my next question here. Uh, we've got we've got our uh, we've got our great guest with us today. He is uh, joining us live, Andy Guys, and uh, we also have Dan Perkins and Don Mazzella and um, Andy from a financial perspective, and from just uh, I guess your personal opinion perspective. What do you make of the thing today with Hillary? And then we'll let Dan and Don jump in there. Uh, uh, to me, it's simple. You know, if you're connected, you're protected, and 
if she's not connected, I don't know who is. So, <laughs> I, I think the whole event with the husband meeting the attorney general to talk about their grandkids. Hey, you get off your private plane. Come over here and stand in my private plane. No pictures, anyone. We're just going to talk about grandkids. Okay. Yeah, what do they call that? Ex parte communication? <laughs> uh, I think the whole thing stinks, and the American people see it for what it is, a sham. Dan, your thoughts? You want my honest opinion? Yes. <laughs> or do you, you want I can put something you can put on the air? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever. <laughs> I, 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 I told Don when I heard about this this morning, I said that Comey in his announcement said today that he couldn't figure out a way to prosecute her because there was no precedent, but that she was not, she was not found not guilty. And that's true. He, she, he didn't say she did anything wrong. He found that he couldn't find any precedent by which to charge her, but he charged her with uh, endangering national security by her wanton disrespect for the laws of this country, and uh, and and he pointed out to the fact that she had said on numerous occasions she never sent or received any classified or any emails marked classified, and there were 56 chains of information which he reported that was in fact handled on her server that was classified information. So for some reason they couldn't find a precedent. I don't know what the hell happened to the to the decision as it related to George General Petraeus, but they couldn't seem to find any precedent. I I have to say I'm disappointed in Mr. Comey. Uh but I think that the American the American people hopefully will understand how crooked Hillary fits the name. Hmm. Don? Thoughts on this? Well, actually, if Donald Trump handles this well, he could get it so that the American people uh, indict uh, Hillary Clinton. If, if he can come up with a, uh, some great ways of doing it. Clearly, um, the cynicism that's overwhelming Americans right now uh, can be turned into victory for Donald Trump if he does it, uh, um, does it uh, smartly in, in the next couple of days. I'm, I'm reading some of the accounts and uh, uh, from the various people. And by the way, um, I'll admit on your program that I have to have egg on my face. I didn't think, uh, as my wife pointed out, I said uh, I didn't expect the indict- indictments. And- I'm going to. I think I'm going to do the show this week. I think the first 10 minutes we didn't have it. Because I didn't hit the encoder. Correct. So you've probably missed my iHeartRadio rant. It's a pretty good rant. Damn pretty good rant. But we'll put it up on the website, cheekycheckwire.com. Go there. You'll also miss my, uh, my, 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 it wasn't a nasty comment about Alex Jones. It's just Alex Jones now has an app. Shocking. He has an app. We have an app. Hmm. Not saying that Alex Jones pays attention to us, because I doubt that he does. 
got pop-ups on his webpage for the app. That's pretty awesome. That we need. F that newsletter. <laughs> we need that. We need that little deal. Because you, you hit the Google Play, you hit the ooh, you hit the iTunes. Oh, look at that. Jonesy's making it work over there. It is 12 minutes after the hour. We are going to take a brief timeout. Fantastic show today. Uh, Dr. Maidenberg will be with us. Dr. Sherry Maidenberg. Maidenberg! Oh, Maidenberg! Maidenberg. I don't know. Maidenberger? Maidenberger? What? Who? What are you talking about? Something. Trying to find my, uh, my gimmick here. I guess I don't have a gimmick. Well, I got a gimmick. I just don't have that gimmick, as they say. Well, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, Dr. Maidenberg will join us. It is a hell of a day. 13 minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us here on our world famous Cheeky Check Wild Radio program back here in a few moments. Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneurs, Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business, growing your current one, or just need some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. This is ASC Automotive Professional Pam Oaks, and it's time to take a 60-second break and make you a savvy car consumer. Did you know it takes approximately 4 seconds to make your right-hand turn? Did you know it takes approximately 4 seconds to text on your phone? I'll be right there. Did you know that it takes a fraction of a second to become a traffic fatality? According to AAA, distracted driving claims more than 5,000 lives each year. The fix? Drivers, keep that cell phone out of reach. Leave that infotainment system alone while the vehicle's in motion. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer. with Jiggy right now at 267-22-JIGGY or email JiggyJaguar at JiggyJaguar.com <laughs> I don't know what's going on out here with all this craziness. It is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program coast to coast to boat of the motor on tuning. 
iTunes Radio Loyalty Stitcher and a brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the Apple Store. JiggyJaguar.us. KJ Radio, you're live on the air. Who is this? Hey, how are you, my friend? We were just getting ready to uh, try to give you a holler again. We uh, we just got yeah, done leaving a message for you. How are you? Not not an issue. Not an issue. Um, we've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast. And um, doctor, give us a little bit on your background, my friend. Hi, so I wrote a book called Free Your Child from Overeating. It's um, okay. 53 Mind-Body Strategies for Lifelong Change, um, for Lifelong Health. And um, the book really focuses on psychological barriers to uh, weight loss. And it uses cognitive behavioral therapy, um, acceptance and commitment therapy, and mindfulness. And in terms of my background... I have um, a foundation called Through My Eyes. Um, okay. I have a private practice in Harrison, New York, and I teach at NYU. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about the book. What, what, why did you decide to write this book? So the reason I decided to write it is because we have a lot of information about how to lose weight and to maintain weight. So, for example, there's a lot of resources um, you know, on the web on exercise and diet, um, but the question is, why is it that we have all this information, but we still find ourselves in this situation that we're in at the current moment? Yeah. Now, uh, we've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well, KFRK in Denver, Colorado, and Red Nation Radio today here on our big broadcast. And um, you're, you're the president and clinical director of the Westchester Group Works, a center for group therapy in Harrison, New York. Um, t- tell us a little bit about how that uh, that position and all your background prepared you to write this great book. So um, I see, you know, private patients in my practice, and, um, you know, in my practice, um, I deal with a lot of health and weight management issues. Um, I'm also a consultant for Camp Shane and Camp, um, there's also a diet and fitness resource for adults. So I did create their cognitive behavioral therapy program within the camp and resort, and I did write them a manual. So the book comes directly out of a manual that I wrote for the camp and the resort. That's pretty amazing. We've got a, a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast to Border to Border. The percentage of children 6 to 11 years of age in the U.S. who were obese increased 7% in 1980, compared to nearly 18% in 2010, and the rate remains staggering to this day. It can be tempting for parents to basically hope that their child's overeating is just quote-unquote a phase, or uh, the price of inaction is too high. There are serious and immediate physical and psychological efforts to being overweight and obese, uh, such as diabetes, bone and joint problems, social issues, poor uh, self-confidence, along with many other problems. The medical and economic toll remains huge as well. It is estimated that obesity epidemic carries $117 billion medical price tag. And with us today, Dr. Michelle P. Maidenberg. She is uh, providing us 53 strategic rooted mindfulness and cognitive behavioral therapy that's going to help children and teens in her brand new book, Free Your Child from Overeating. Now, those stats that I read a few moments ago. Give us those and uh, kind of break those down for us, my friend. Yeah, so um, I think 
think you clearly depicted all of the staggering um, statistics, which are pretty clear. Um, yes. You know, what we see with these, you know, children who overeat and, you know, are overweight or are obese, um, you know, as they grow older and develop and mature, you know, the problem doesn't go away. Um, over time, it actually gets worse. So as they develop and grow and become adults, you know, obesity carries a price tag, you know, whether it's medical issues, like you said, psychological, social. Um, and, you know, it's something that they carry carry with them throughout their lives. So it's a major issue. You know, there's obviously social ramifications in school, teasing. There's also teasing at home by their siblings. Uh, and just health concerns just generally and all around. So it's, you know, it's something we really have to address and so we can't ignore it. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about her latest book, Free Your Child from Overeating. Dr. Maidenberg joins us today. Now, um, kind of give us uh, uh, some some simple ideas here on identifying triggers, cravings, self-sabotaging thought patterns. Tell us a little bit about those. So we, you know, I came up with over 40 self-sabotaging thoughts. Um, you know, we, we, anybody could relate to them. So, for example, you know, when we say to ourselves, we'll start our diet tomorrow, or I'll just have a little piece, or it won't matter all that much, or it's fat-free. So we come up with all these different rationalizations and excuses for why we overeat, um, and we tend to ignore them and engage in this behavior. Um, and then it's cyclical, because once we engage in the behavior, then we feel bad about ourselves. So there's a lot of shame and guilt that go along with it. Yeah. Um, and then we don't have enough confidence to change our behavior. So it's a vicious cycle. It, it really is. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty. Dr. Maidenberg joins us. And uh, Free Your Child from Overeating is the latest. Um, tell us a little bit about learning about emotional eating. Tell us, uh, tell us about that and break that down for us. Sure. So, we, you know, we have certain emotions that get evoked, and the way we respond or cope with it is by overeating. So, for example, there's an acronym that we use, which is called HALT, H-A-L-T, and um, if you think about what that means, right, um, if we're happy, we eat, um, if we're angry, we eat, um, or we have anxiety, if we're lonely, we eat, if we're tired, we eat, you know, any any reason that we're experiencing some kind of social, you know, emotional um you know, adversity at the moment is we'll use that as coping skills. And, you know, many, many people, when they're in those situations, will resort to overeating. Um, and it's, it's really done mindlessly and subconsciously, you know, and, and uh, unconsciously. So it's kind of really honing in, again, on what those thoughts are, understanding a little bit dynamically of why you're overeating and understanding that you could help the issue over time. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone. Free your child from overeating. Dr. Maidenberg joins us here on our program. Talk to us about differentiating between hunger, thirst, desire, and cravings. Hunger, desire, thirst, and cravings. Um, hunger is, you know, obviously physically we feel hunger. And often we confuse all of those things because, you know, right now we're on a you know, schedule where we know we have to eat a certain time and drink a certain time. And mm-hmm. so we confuse hunger and thirst. So we don't know when we're actually feeling physically hungry or when it's actually um, when we're just feeling thirst. So it's part of um, 
getting to know. Um, you know, when we're having a craving, for example, you know, the question is, why is it that we don't overeat carrot sticks, but we tend to overeat <laughs> chocolate? <laughs> yes. Right? Um, so there's, proce- there's certain processing in food that actually causes it to be addicting, um, and it causes us to want to have more, you know, things that are salty, things that are filled with sugar, um, you know, foods that are high in fat. You know, they're, they're processed in a way to cause us to want more and more and, um, and compels us to overeat. So it's, it's really learning about all these facets to be able to help yourself, um, you know, in a way that's helpful and productive. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. Parents often don't know how to speak to their children about their overeating. It might have been taboo to speak about that in their own family or origin. They may not be sure how to talk about it or feel uh, incompetent to talk about the topic because they have their own set of weight and health challenges. Thankfully, there is help. We've got our great guest today, Dr. Michelle P. Maidenberg. She is going to uh, talk to us a little bit more about her book, Free Your Child from Overeating. Now, um, tell us a little bit about how to recognize common rationalizations for overeating. The, the common rationalizations, like you know, we talked a little about before, um, you know, parents do struggle because often they'll say, um, they're fearful that they're going to cause an eating disorder in their child. You know, they're fearful that they're going to, um, their child will be upset by what they say, so they'll be, cause conflict in the relationship. You know, and even more than that, um, they don't know how, like you said, they don't know how to talk about it because they themselves struggle with this issue, with this core issue. So, um, you know, in terms of understanding your child and the rationalizations they make when you see the behavior, you know, so, for example, when they have a hard time, when they, you know, they take more than they physically need. Um, it's important to address it, just like you would address any other health issue. Um, so if, if your child had diabetes or if they had, for example, um, you know, any kind of physical problem, you wouldn't even think twice about addressing it, you know, but parents do have trouble communicating this because it is very taboo, you know, how to communicate it. Um, so just... You know, the rationalizations I mentioned before that come up for kids, you know, oh, I'll just have one more, or, you know, I didn't eat lunch today, or um, it's not going to make much of a difference. You know, you'll hear all those types of kind of rationalizations. We all use yeah. them, adults too, not just kids. Yeah. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone, Dr. Maidenberg and uh, free your child from overeating is the topic. It's also uh, a great new book that she has out there. Um, d- tell us a little bit about addressing uh, children's overeating without discussing their weight. How do you do that exactly? Yeah, well, you never talk about weight per se um, because again, it gets into the cycle of you know not losing enough weight, not feeling good in their own body, and it could perpetuate you know kind of very self-deprecating thoughts about weight and body image. So you really okay. want to talk about what's important for kids, which is agility, flexibility, strength. You know, all of those things are healthy way about talking about health. And it also speaks to a kid's, you know, a child's value system. So, for example, I had a child in my, you know, a 16-year-old in my office with her mother. And I asked her, I said, why, why do you want to do this? You know, why do you want to be healthy? What's, why is it important to you? And she said all the things that we typically hear, which is, you know, then I'll live long and I'll be able to be healthy. And I said to her, oh, gosh, when I was 16, I wasn't thinking about, you know, I wasn't thinking about, like, how long I was going to live. 
I thought I was going to live forever. Like, that's what you're thinking about? That kind of sounds like your mom. So, yeah. you know, she started laughing, and I said, what, why is it important to you? You know, what would you be doing if you acquired, you know, better health for yourself? And she burst out into tears, and she said, I always wanted to play sports. And I said to her, what do you mean? You're not playing sports? And she said, no, because I know I always want to play softball, and I know if I play softball, that I'm not going to be picked for a team. I'm going to be the slowest one on the field, and my teammates aren't going to like me. Um, and afterwards, her mother came over to me and said, I have never, ever, first of all, I didn't even know my daughter wanted to play sports. And I would never have guessed that that was important to her. So you have to speak to kind of where kids are at. They, they don't, you know, they're, they're not thinking that, again, that their health is going to be impacted and that they're not going to, ha- like, have a long, healthy life. They're thinking about the things that are important to them. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone, 29 minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us here on our world-famous Chicky Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and, of course, the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us, and uh, also check us out on iHeartRadio as well on amfm247.com. Dr. Maidenberg is with us today. She has a fantastic, fantastic book. Um, tell us a little bit about how the book addresses making change at the family level and uh, modeling healthy behaviors. Tell us about this. Yeah, so there's all different ways that families can integrate good health. You know, for one, you know, an example would be to cook with your, you know, your kids and teach them about healthy eating. Um, it's helpful to go to the grocery stores with them, show them what foods are. Even psychologically, you know, we know in grocery stores they'll put all of the snacks or, like, you know, higher-fat foods in front so that we walk out with them. Um, so to teach them the intricacies of healthy food and healthy eating, cooking with them also gets them excited about eating healthfully. You know, if you're actually sitting and they're able to cook, you know, and cut the vegetables and be actively involved, um, also making choices about food. You know, so I, I always say that it's helpful, you know, let's say if there's multiple people in the family, you know, that you rotate. You know, maybe a ch- one child could be in charge of dinner for that particular Sunday evening, you know, and could pick what recipes that they want to make, you know, and get involved in the cooking. And then you could, you know, revolve, again, you know, your children, so all of them have an opportunity to do that. Um and also even engaging in active living, right? So you want to be able to exercise and, um, you know, fitness with your family, whether it's hiking or biking, um, you know, any kind of activity that would involve every member of the family. Um, so there's all different kind of ways which are listed in the book, um, you know, that you can involve the entire family. And you could do it, you know, you want to do it at the onset, you know, when they're young, you know. It's established, it's part of the family life, it's something you're always doing, and it's something that your kids are always used to doing. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Stitcher, Dr. Maidenberg is with us today here in our broadcast, and she has a fabulous, fabulous new book out there. Now, um, with, with... your book, which is absolutely well, just fabulously well written, Free Your Child from Overeating. Um, you talk about uh, dealing with social media and marketing influences. Tell us a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know about that all too well, unfortunately. Um, yeah, just, you know, the standard magazines that, you know, give the prototype of how every 
person and child should be looking and feeling and what they should be eating. You know, there's also, in terms of the social media, um, the thigh gap, you know, some people are familiar of how the structure of the body should be looking. Um, and even just talking about diet and exercise, it's, it's actually quite, quite confusing these days. Eat carbs, don't eat carbs. Eat fat, don't eat fat. This fat is good, that fat isn't good. <laughs> so people are not aware of what they should be eating, when they should be eating it, how much of it they should be eating. Um, it's quite confusing. And um, also it, it creates a lot of hopelessness because, you know, you may be doing something what you think is right the one day and then doing it the wrong way the next day. And, um, you know, so it's, it, it's, it's just very disenchanting the whole entire kind of world of, you know, fitness and exercising. Um, so I always say that it's important to make kids aware of it and to engage them in the process as well so that they're aware that just as confusing it is for adults, it's also confusing for kids. Um, and get help for it. But they don't have to know all the answers. They're not expected to, either parents or children, for that matter. Yeah. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live. Dr. Maidenberg is with us. She has a fantastic book, Free Your Child from Overeating. It is now available 32 minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us here on our world-famous Cheeky Cheguar radio program. Uh, a couple more questions for you, my friend, before we let you go today. Uh, tell us a little bit about how your book addresses working through bullying and weight discrimination. Uh, that's always a pro- it's a significant problem, and uh, bullying happens to be the number one reason why kids are bullied in school, you know, particularly over weight, even more than racism. Um, there were some studies showed that you know weight bullying tends to be excessive, particularly in schools. Um, and we can underestimate that there's also bullying in you know in families as well with siblings. Um, sometimes there's biases even within teachers and parents. Unfortunately, you know we have to. Um, you know, for example, um, you know, prefer or show any kind of preferences for kids who are more attractive or, you know, again, that's a perception or who weigh less. Um, so the, the way to handle it is, you know, one is a lot of schools are making changes in terms of enacting policies within schools. Some aren't. So it's important to really try um, to advocate for those laws and those policies within schools. Um, there's also within the book, for example, I give a framework for problem solving for those types of issues when they come up, you know, with teachers, um, who to contact and how to deal with them. Um, but, you know, it helps to normalize it for these kids who are struggling, you know, because um, it's not just them. The book was written because there's many of them out there, and it's a very taboo topic, so they feel very isolated, both parents and children. Um, so to get really people talking about it and to really get support for it, which right now there isn't much available, you know, and I always say that the example is even the big giant conglomerate, like companies like Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, etc. I've had kids who've come to me and said, oh, I went to a meeting and they were all 40 and 50 year olds. Now, you're not going to get a six, 15 or 16 year old sitting at a meeting with 40 and 50 year olds. So there's nowhere for them to go. You know, and there's an expectation that they, you know, uh, again, achieve a certain level of, you know, physical activity in school. They even give them fitness tests, which some of them, you know, could be very shameful of taking. So it's not addressed in a very proactive, helpful way for kids or supportive for that matter. 
We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on Red Nation Radio, Dr. Michelle P. Maidenberg, and she has Free Your Child from Overeating. It is now available. And uh, before we let you go, if people want to get a hold of you or get in touch with you, how exactly do they do that? Is there a website we can send people to or social media or something? Yeah. So um, just to let you know, my, you know, it's based on mindfulness as well. So the entire book is evidence-based. It's based on research. And um, after each chapter, there is actually a guided meditation, a mindfulness exercise. If you go to my website, which is www.michellemaidenberg.com, and I'll spell that. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-A-I-D-E-N-B-E-R-G.com. Um there's something called resilience rooms, and under the resilience rooms, at the end, there's 11 guided meditations or mindfulness exercises, which you can actually, you know, tab onto. Um, but my website has lists of my blogs. I'm a Huffington Post blogger as well, so I have over 40 blogs on there, um, and also, you know, resources for the book as well. So, Fantastic. You know, you me, and I'm always happy, yeah, to talk to anybody. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Pick up the book, Free Your Child from Overeating. It is a uh, trusted resource. And Dr. Maidenberg, have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Appreciate it. Dr. Maidenberg with us today. We're going to take a time out when we come back. We will do some more stuff. 37 minutes after the hour, it is the world famous GJ Barbara Program. This is Chris Markowski, Watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your Watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. Well, I mean, they tried. you got to hand it to them. And they dumped a ton of money into the network, and they spent, and they spent, and they spent. But, uh, well, from the looks of things, from what I'm hearing, MSNBC is about to take a hard right turn. Um, yeah, they're kind of realizing that nobody is watching their vitriolic programming, so they're going to have to start making some changes, and it looks like it's coming on the pike. I want to remind everybody, when MSNBC first uh, came out, uh, they had a lot of conservatives on their network. They had a variety of programming. Um, all of a sudden, they decided to go completely off the deep end. Uh, liberal programming doesn't work. doesn't work. fails every single time it's tried. I mean, I was across from the old, uh, what was it there, Air America booth uh, way back when in 2004, and man, oh man, weren't some... We're very nice people. Just leave it at that. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. Check out audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. For you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L dot com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash Jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash Jaguar for your free audiobook. This call is now being recorded.
going to be able to fix that for you. I can do this or I can do that, but this wind is coming right across me like this here. So, um, so I don't know that that's going to help you. Um, if I do something like this. First rodeo. Oh, no, I, I wasn't kidding Samsung on you. I mean, I was kidding Samsung on you. Yeah, like a real person. Oh, I'm, I'm just sending Joanne running all over the place. But she does have the best shoes of the day. Hey, James. Good morning. We hate wind here, too. It's, it's not a, not anybody's friend. Uh, go, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Uh, an introduction on me? Well, let's see. What do you want to know, my, my friend? What, what do I do for a living? I sleep in the jungle. Uh, I have been doing Survive Man now for over 15 years. Uh, it's a series that I, I began many years ago uh, out of my love for the survival, for survival skills and filmmaking, basically putting the two together. Tell us about the topic this morning. Tell you about the what, sorry? Tell us about the topic this morning. Ah, got you. Much clearer articulation. Thank you. Uh, it is camping season. We are venturing into that time of year where people get out. Lots of people get out with a lot of skill set and knowledge and know exactly what they're doing, where to go, and how to be there. And a lot of people get out without knowing anything at all. They want to try things for the first time. I'm mostly known because of the extreme work I do in the jungles and deserts and mountains as Survivor Man. That's great. That's fine. But I'm also a huge fan of camping, regular camping. And I don't care if it's RV camping or glamping or doing a, a, a rugged canoe trip or what have you. Um, I'm a fan of anything that gets you out into nature, including having a mimosa while you sit by the tent. And so what I like to do is, is I don't mind sort of talking with a lot of people about how they prepare for the upcoming season and, and, and how to get out there, what kind of kit they should have and so on. Well, uh, take, take us through this. What, 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 what are some of the essentials we need? Well, I think, um, you know, a skill set is, is important, a, a knowledge base. And, and I talk about just learning a few things, knowing about uh, plants and, and a few things here and there can really enhance your experience. But the next level of that is what you actually take out with you. Um, and that's your kit, your survival kit. And that sounds a little ominous, survival kit. I don't really mean it so much. I'm just, like that, I mean more just a few basic things you can take with you to uh, enhance your experience when you're out in the wilderness. Uh, if something does go a little amiss. And my gracious hosts that have made this uh, um, interview possible are T-Rex Tape and Camillus Knives. And that, that relationship is organic simply because I've always had tape with me in a survival kit, good rugged outdoor tape, uh, and I've always had uh, good strong knives with me. Um, the other thing from there, expanding upon that, is uh, a way to get a fire going, a shelter over your head, signaling equipment, things like that. Starts to sound like a lot, starts to sound unwieldy, but in fact, it doesn't have to be. These are these are small things people can have in their pockets or on their belts or around their neck, small little survival pouch, whatever. Treat it like a little mini survival kit. It's it's something you don't have to mess with unless uh, something goes uh, awry on your on your journey, and, and whether it's an extreme journey like I take or just walking out with your with your nine year old on a little nature trail. Well, do you have any more uh, any more tips for us or anything? Well, I think the idea here for me is that this is about connecting with nature. It's about uh, or reconnecting with nature. It's about uh, touching the natural world, and I'm a very big proponent of that. And 
of it's fun. we live in society. We deal with technology. We do all these things and drive our cars and sit in offices. Offices, but but getting out and touching nature and breathing in from the trees and, and feeling all of that natural world on our skin and on our, our faces and our body that's important because it does like the cliche it does actually recharge us. It does fill us with a positive energy, and that's important for for existing in our technical world. Well, before we let you go, how do we find you online? Uh, we can find me online on leftstroud.ca, on camillasknives.com, and on trextape.com. Well, I appreciate it. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneur's Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business, growing your current one, or just need some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. This is The Risk Takers from Entrepreneurs Club Radio. Clifton Talbert grew up on the Mississippi Delta. As an African-American, he lived under what he called legal segregation. His mentor and idol was his Uncle Cleve, who just happened to own the local and only Ice House. Clifton always noticed that Uncle Cleve walked differently and was constantly taking money to the bank, not from the bank. That's when Clifton started to learn entrepreneurship. His education came from an unlikely source, but he learned a lot. He went on to get his bachelor's degree from Oral Roberts University and a graduate degree from Southern Methodist. Now, Clifton is a serial entrepreneur and a Pulitzer-nominated author. His recent book, Who Owns the Ice House, is a business bestseller. It's about the lessons he learned from his Uncle Cleve. Do you have an Uncle Cleve in your life? Entrepreneurship had a positive impact on Clifton's life. It can for you, too. Today's podcast is brought to you by Amazon. It's really easy to support the Jiggy Jaguar experience before you shop on Amazon. And we all know you do. Go to the website, jagshow.com. Click on the Amazon banner on the homepage. It's that easy. Remember, that's jagshow.com. Click the Amazon banner before you shop. 24 7 365 the jiggy jaguar radio program continues
broke up and getting out of your lane. You hotter than ears is you out of your brain. I'm probably abusing powder cocaine. Even in the good times, I go hard like James. And I wish a rapper would try to take shots. Sign an independent, it better be hot. Cause I'ma hit you up like I'm channeling pop I'm the best everywhere, you ain't the best on your block If you build it, they will come, yes, I'm Kevin the cop With the tie Kansas and I'm demanding our props That boy is fresh like new shoes at the box Plus I'm heating up like shorty hair with comp Listen here shorty, this is not what you want We improving on ourselves, you still trying to be us I still contest the time like an elephant tusk Tech 9 gave me game back on his tour bus And ever since then I've been fucking you up How these lines keep coming, probably fucking you up But fuck fuck lines, cause I ain't said fuck enough My baby mama bipolar, guess I'm fucking nuts I'm under fall for the course, I'm chipping and putts Milwaukee to Tampa, I'm getting these bucks LA to NY fam, they giving it up And my style so refreshing Come and get you a cup, yeah Handwriting not legible, my pen's so incredible My style's impeccable, your street credit is questionable Your flow game suck, your production is terrible You talking like you popping, but I ain't never heard of you No name or not on the mic, I will bury you Three OMCs watching Steph Curry dudes pull out the mask. You know I Jim Carrey dudes. When it comes to spitting, I'm simply great. That number one spot is my eventual place. That's food for thought. Come and get you a plate. And you frail out here, I can tell you ain't eight. Your song copy phony, I can tell that you fake. You a rainbow to my rain, I can tell that you gay. Niggas thinking that I'm kicking, but I'm not for play. All the drama with the king, I'll get you slayed. And all the slacking, all the time won't get you paid. Like mentioning my name. Won't get you played It's color purple mister And you finna get shaved Check out audibletrial.com Slash J-A-G-U-A-R for you, the listeners of the Jiggy Jaguar Experience, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend End of Watch by Stephen King. Check out audible.com. It is amazing. Check out A-U-D-I-B-L-E-T-R-I-A-L.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. That's audibletrial.com slash J-A-G-U-A-R. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jaguar. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jaguar for your free audiobook. This is Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. Trim, 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 another trim. Average probability of the United States economy entering a recession in the coming 12 months. Yeah, um... It's looking worse. The average forecast for GDP drops to 2.1 from 2.4%. And I think that that is rose-colored glasses. I really do. I don't think we're going to get anywhere near that at this point in time. Uh, you try to tell me what the, um, what the real, I guess, uh, what is it? What's, what's going to spark it? What's going to light the fire? What's going to get the economy moving and grooving again? What's going to get business owners excited about the future? Uh, we've got a, a presidential race, which is completely spun out of control. we got a communist beating on uh, Hillary Clinton in many respects. On the left, you got guys talking about their wives on the right. 
Not too exciting to me. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. The Jiggy Jaguar radio program is back on the network. It's our music showcase here today on the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Coast to coast, on border to border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app, available in the App Store. Also, check out iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com, 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. Amazing, amazing new artist with us today here on our big program. Let's tell you a little bit about them. EarlOfficial.com is the website. Check out EarlOfficial.com. Also, Earl Artist on Twitter. Amazing artist. We're going to play Fire the Fuse right now. I'm going to go 
That was Fire the Fuse, Earl the Artist with us today. Check out his website, earlofficial.com. We're going to take a break and be back with more here. That's our musical showcase today. Check out earlofficial.com. Coming up with more. What does the honeycomb teach us about the bee's creator? Find out on today's Creation Moments Minute. The amazing structure of the honeycomb has amazed scientists for thousands of years. As early as the 3rd century AD, the astronomer Pappas of Alexandria pointed out that the most efficient shape for storing the most honey while wasting the least space is the hexagon. Bees are skilled at building their honeycombs with great precision. Humans are unable to use such precision in their designs without sophisticated equipment. Each honeybee is a tiny but powerful computer that could only have been designed and built by an intelligent creator. Why did God bring together so many precise specifications and high intelligence in the honeybee? Because bees are crucial to the reproductive cycles of so many plants as well as the food chain. For Creation Moments Minute, I'm Darren Marlar. Twenty-four-seven, three-sixty-five. The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program continues. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.